More developing information on Virginia today. If you haven't seen the last two videos on Virginia, go check them out as they give the full details as to everything that has happened so far. Two-sentence summary, Virginia voted in a ton of Democrats on the state level. Those Democrats have now pre-filed several bills, including, but not limited to, an assault weapon ban that actually bans everything, and a law to outlaw militias, gun rallies and marches, and possibly even firearms classes and self-defense training, depending on how you interpret it. Most of the state has responded on the county level by declaring themselves as Second Amendment sanctuaries, and politicians are worried enough that there's been suggestions of bringing in the National Guard to enforce these laws and begin gun confiscation, as well as threats to completely dismantle any sheriff and police departments that don't enforce these laws. All before the 2020 session even begins. A pointless exercise, it seems to me, but that is option A. Before we get into today's main content, the partner of the day today is Travax. Travax is an American company that makes leather and metal wallets and outdoor gear made 100% in the U.S. All of their products are handmade, and to prove it, they come with a cute little label to tell you who exactly made it. Since I last talked to you guys about Travax, they've also expanded into women's wallets and the Trek Field Knife, which is pretty cool. Each product is designed to withstand the toughest conditions, comes with a 65-year warranty, and a 10% discount when you use code LIBERTY10 at checkout. Now, for today's news. First, I want to address some rumors that have been sent to me over the last couple days. I've gotten several messages that Governor Northam has been speaking to a small group of legislators about cutting electricity and cell phone service to people who refuse to comply with any new gun laws. I've seen the same message about this circulating around, but wasn't able to find any corroborating sources, so I'm going to say that this one falls into the fake news category. You are fake news. I even waited a couple extra days in case something else popped up about it, and there has been nothing credible. At all. The rumors all seem to stem from the same article on the Hal Turner radio show website. The article begins with the following. The governor of Virginia has allegedly ordered a small cadre of staffers to begin the process for determining how to cut off electricity, telephones, faxes, cell phones, and data, as well as the internet, in areas where he plans to send Virginia National Guard troops to forcibly seize guns when the Democrat legislature convenes in January. The order was allegedly given to a very small and trusted group of staffers, some of whom it turns out do not agree at all with this idea. It then provides a copy-paste of some of the proposed legislation, followed by what appears to be an advertisement for body armor and a whole bunch of affiliate links for generators, heaters, ham radios, and fuel. I don't know who Hal Turner is, but some folks on the AR-15 forums used the term whack job, and his about section on his site talks a lot about Obama sending him to jail. According to the New York Times, he was paid by the FBI to pretend to be a neo-Nazi in Brazil and later stood trial for making death threats to three federal judges. While I don't doubt that governments have no problem engaging in secret police-type behaviors, after all, we've seen it in black sites in Chicago and elsewhere. This one I can't find any actual evidence of. And I feel like if there was going to be a whistleblower on it, they would probably tell someone other than Hal Turner. 
Nevertheless, I always encourage people to be prepared for pretty much any circumstance and to make sure they don't have to rely on the government for any of their basic needs. If you're looking for supplies in that vein and want to help out the channel, two birds, one stone. The key to that, Lois, is big rock, small birds. I do have affiliate links in the description for emergency food and water supplies via my Patriot Supply, as well as emergency medical kits through my medic. But generally speaking, the internet doesn't seem to have a whole lot of confidence in Hal Turner and his reporting. Since my last video, I've also learned that one county in particular, Tazewell County, took their Second Amendment resolution a step further and passed a militia resolution, which formalized the creation and maintenance of a civilian militia in that county. Despite recent bills pre-filed for the January session, this is in action protected under Article 1, Section 13 of the Virginia Constitution. The resolution is also going to fund concealed weapons training and firearm safety classes for all citizens who can legally own guns, as well as the ROTC, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, and public schools. Tom Lester, who serves on the council that passed the resolution, told Firearms News, These preparations are done to prepare our citizens to be able to become de facto militiamen if need be. It'll be interesting to see how the Blue Wave folks react to this one. The resolution was passed unanimously and was in direct response to the pre-filed bill that would strip public officials of their offices should they choose not to comply with the new gun control laws. The ability for a county militia to not only exist, but stop the state from evicting pro-gun sheriffs and other officials was checked by two separate attorneys who also serve on the board. Such activities would technically be made illegal under the pre-filed SB 64, which I discussed in an earlier video, but it is also fully within a sheriff's right to start a militia. As for what threats that militia could possibly face, the Virginia National Guard has also responded to Governor Northam's comments about Second Amendment sanctuaries and the threats made by other lawmakers to send in the Guard to enforce these laws. Major General Timothy P. Williams put out a statement stating that the Guard has not yet received any requests from Northam, but the rest of his statement was somewhat elusive. We understand and respect the passion people feel for the U.S. Constitution and Second Amendment rights. We will not speculate about the possible use of the Virginia National Guard. I encourage everyone to be patient while we allow our elected officials to work through the legislative process. I expect our soldiers, airmen, and members of the Virginia Defense Force to be professional and respectful in their discussions about this subject. As private citizens, our personnel are free to express their opinions to their elected officials, but they should not engage in any political activity while in a uniformed status. He then encouraged anyone with questions to bring them up the proper chain of command. I realize that there are probably certain things he can and cannot say on a professional and political basis, but his statement feels pretty non-committal. It's not a yes, we will do the thing, but it's also not a no, we will not do the thing. I don't like it. The statement was also released via Twitter, so that's a thing. Either way, I've gotten a lot of messages from people out of Virginia since my first video, and several of them have told me that guns and ammo are flying off the shelves. 
Some county officials are also encouraging residents to give guns and ammo as Christmas gifts this year, so long as those receiving the gifts aren't federally prohibited persons. There really is a huge grassroots effort going on and people are preparing for a fight if need be. I also checked out the rest of the pre-filed bills ready and waiting for the January session. It turns out that for people who are supposed to be on break, the incoming Virginia legislature has been pretty busy. They've pre-filed over 200 bills and several of them relate to firearms. Many of them institute new punishments or increase the punishments for various offenses relating to guns, such as having a gun while drunk, brandishing a firearm, and both accidental and negligible discharges. As a general rule of thumb, these bills turn pretty much any possible gun issue into a felony. Senate Bill 88 would give anyone who accidentally shot a gun, even in their own home, without hurting anyone, a mandatory minimum of 90 days in jail. Another, Senate Bill 69, will institute a one-gun-per-month limit. Northam has already voiced support for it, so if it gets to his desk, it's definitely getting signed. House Bill 72 changes the punishment for having a loaded and unlocked firearm from a misdemeanor to, again, a Class 6 felony. Senate Bill 18 piggybacks on it, whereas children 14 and younger weren't allowed to be around loaded guns, it would raise that age to 18 and bans anyone under the age of 21 from buying a gun. And as a final weird hurrah, House Joint Resolution Number 10 creates a statewide gun violence holiday, which is super creepy and will be observed on June 1st. That's it for your Virginia update for today. I want to give a huge, huge shout out to everyone who's been sending me links and tips about what they're seeing on the ground down there as it's been a huge help in staying on top of this. For everyone else, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share to keep getting this info out. If you want to help support the channel in other ways, I have a bunch of options down in the description, including Patreon, Subscribestar, and Liberty Doll merch. <laughs> As always, thanks for watching, stay safe, please, and happy shooting.